You're listening to Spice Radio with Mankir and Ajlan. We're talking about how Pierre Polyev is the new leader of the Conservative Party. So what does this mean for the future of the Conservatives? We are now speaking to Bill Thielman, communications and strategy consultant and former NDP advisor. Bill, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Good morning. My pleasure. So what do you think of the recent win of Pierre Polyev as the new leader? And he won by quite a big margin. Yeah, there's no question. Uh, I have to say that when it was first announced that Jean Charest was running, his main competitor, who only got 16%, I actually tweeted something slightly unkind out and said it was the, the dead hand of the conservative past trying to come back. Um, I don't think Pierre Polyev had really serious opposition in this campaign. We saw it. We didn't see Peter McKay, the former runner-up. We didn't see uh, Andrew Scheer, the former leader. Uh, Aaron O'Toole, the, the outgoing leader, didn't try again. And so... Uh, there weren't really the the other heavyweights there, but uh, you have to give Polyev credit. He had huge crowds all over the place in, in Surrey and Nanaimo here in British Columbia, uh, in other places across the country, and uh, he clearly cleaned up. He's clearly speaking to the conservative faithful. The question, of course, is does that mean he can speak to the Canadian public? And that's where things can get a little bit uh, scary for the conservatives. Exactly. I think that's the part that fascinates me the most. And, you know, Bill, we've talked about this. I feel like when it comes to the conservatives, they're a party that is trying to figure out, you know, which direction do they want to go? Where do they want to lean? And especially with the past leaders you mentioned there, Sheer and O'Toole, what were some of the problems you think they had there where they weren't able to quite get the wins that they wanted to? Well, I think both of them were vastly insufficient candidates, both compared to Justin Trudeau or Jagmeet Singh or, or also Pierre Polyev. Uh, Polyev is a message machine. He is an extremely partisan, much disliked uh, figure outside of the Conservative Party within Parliament and the other parties. They really dislike him a lot because he gets under their skin and he is um, always partisan and always taking shots. And we saw that he had no no compunction against taking shots against Jean Charest, who's a Whatever you can say about Jean Charest, uh, he's certainly someone who helped save uh, Canada as a nation by opposing the separation referendum and fighting separatism. And uh, He joined the Liberal Party in Quebec. There is no Conservative Party in Quebec. There's no NDP uh, in Quebec either, provincially. But he joined the Federal Party, which was the Liberal Party in Quebec, and became Premier, etc. But Pierre Polyev just ripped him, said he was a Liberal and he was horrible, and you <laughs> name he said it. And uh, so I think, you know, some of the conservatives that I know here in British Columbia were were appalled and also supported Sheree, but they were obviously in the minority. Mm-hmm. And Polyev, too, one of the things I noticed, especially in his speech that he gave, is he really stresses, you know, that he comes from humble beginnings. He really talks about how, you know, he feels for the working class and the middle class voters. And do you think this is a good way for him to connect by, you know, sharing that story? Yeah, I think what's interesting is we saw Aaron O'Toole, the previous Conservative Party leader, start to try and court um, what I would uh, say would be a target an audience of blue-collar unionized workers, uh, some of whom are, are my clients, their unions are my clients. Um, it was a very clear thing he started going in that direction, but um, Aaron O'Toole was all over the map, and he campaigned as a true blue conservative, uh, red meat Tory and he really wasn't. He was more of a moderate, but he kind of sw- flip-flopped around once he got in and alienated a lot of his own supporters and his own potential voters. There'll be none of that with Pierre Polyev. I mean, you, what you see is what you get. Uh, you know, a very hard-right um, conservative leader who, you know, he said he'd defund the CBC. He said he would fire the governor of the Bank of Canada. He encouraged people to invest in cryptocurrencies uh, at, at a time <laughs> just before they crashed. In the marketplace, uh, he uh, was a big supporter and took pictures with the 
so-called um, freedom uh, truckers convoy occupation in Ottawa. Uh, you know, he's he is not uh, he's not going to be afraid to do things that are um, considered out of the box by um, not just conservatives but but other um, politicians and parties as well. And that's where you know I call, I'm calling it the peril of Pierre. He could. And this is something I said to some conservative friends of mine who, who did support him. I said he, he could win big or he could really go home with the party in ruins. And we know now that Justin Trudeau has said he will be running again, uh, and it will be an epic battle, um, kind of like uh, the old ones of Trudeau versus various conservative leaders. I, 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 it's extremely hard for me to predict, even as a political pundit, longtime observer, what can happen. But um, Polyev could self-destruct and drive the party into a disastrous loss, or he could be the next prime minister with a majority. I mean, that's the thing I think we're all wondering. That's the million-dollar question right there, because some of the things you mentioned was, you know, during his leadership bid, he very much adopted a populist tone intended to, you know, attract disaffected working-class voters. And like you said, he supported, you know, the Freedom Convoy protests. So do you think, like, people knowing that history, is that something that's going to work, you know, when an election comes up? Well, I think what works for him is he knows how to get into the media and stay in the media, even if it's controversial, even if it's saying things that are outrageous or, or certainly objectionable to a large number of people. And um, that reminds me of somebody south of the border who was prime minister, our president for four years and then lost, uh, Donald Trump. Uh, that kind of an approach where you have, and he has disdain for the media as well. He's, he's really not a, a media favorite except in sort of more um, alternative right-wing fringe medias, but uh, but he has to, in order to, to win an election across Canada, no matter how much he's in the media, if he's in the media only for bad reasons all the time, he will not win. So he's going to have to moderate and, and mediate his approach. And I think he can do it. He's, he's a smart guy. But, you know, does his, his uh, inner nastiness come out again and again or not? Um, you know, it's a, it's a really interesting question, and we'll see what happens in the next few months. Exactly. And that comparison that you made to down south, I have heard from many other experts like yourself saying that there are kind of a lot of similarities there, sort of. But one of the things that they did point out that he is pro-immigration, given that his wife is a Venezuelan immigrant and now calls himself pro-choice. And I I think it's fascinating kind of the stance that he takes there and moving back and forth. So my big question for you, Bill, there is, do you think Polyev will be very much a threat to Trudeau in 2025? Oh, absolutely. I don't think there's any question. <clears throat> Pardon me, the Liberals are taking it quite seriously, and they're already starting to, to fire shots at, at him and uh, make sure. I mean, they want to paint him as an extremist going into the election, and the, the question is, will Justin Trudeau go for an earlier election? And I think there's some, just in terms of, I mean, we have fixed election dates, but we do have a minority parliament, so uh, the Prime Minister can still call an election, and uh, I think that's a real possibility. It kind of depends on whether Polyev takes off in the first month or two or not. If he does, they may wait it out and say, no, we want the Canadian people and voters to see as much of this guy as possible and we're going to wait it out. Or if they think he's stumbling a little and has some scandals and problems at the beginning, they may say, yep, time to go. And no one should underestimate the Liberals either. They are the natural governing party by record in this country. The Conservatives kind of win every once in a while by default, and the NDP never wins. Um, so we can we can see uh, that they they didn't get there for no reason, and they have some pretty smart people who will be doing like you know behind the scenes. The Liberal Party and the NDP will be doing focus groups and polling and trying to figure out you know um, where where Polyev has attraction. And there's no question he's going he's going after both Liberal and NDP voters with some of the things he says. With other things, he's alienating them. So 
you know, sometimes people hear what they want to hear and don't hear the rest. I remember the Reform Party when it started. Uh, I would talk to union members at the time, and you know, back in the '90s, and they and I would say, "Well, this Reform Party is anti-labor, anti-union, and blah, blah, and they say, "I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to vote for them because they're not they're not the liberals." And so, if you get into that mood, and sooner or later, in any political party or any country, the uh, a political party in power falls out of favor, and people go to the next closest choice. That's the conservatives right now, and it, it may not matter if Trudeau has his own problems and his own scandals, then um, you could see a conservative victory. And honestly, Bill, there's never a dull moment in politics, so <laughs> a whole lot to look forward to here. <laughs> no, that's for sure, and th- this will make it very interesting. And, of course, you know, he's, he's uh, fluent in French. He has, uh, as you said, a, a young, young wife and a one-year-old son. He can do the younger generation thing to, to Trudeau, but this is a guy who's a career politician. He was elected when he's 24. He's never done anything else. So I think there's a lot of baggage there and a lot of things for liberals and NDP and other parties to shoot at. Thank you so much for your time, Bill. We always appreciate your insights. You take care. Thanks very much, my friend. My pleasure.